dude, I got some fucking banana bread at work today, dude. Hell yeah. My mom told me if I wait for things, like good things will happen to me, dude. And I fucking waited for some things. And I got some fucking banana bread at work today, dude. Hell yeah. So it goes to show that waiting for things is like worth it. But there's a lot of bad things in this world, dude. Like fucking skunks, dude? Hell no. Scratching your eye, but it's still fucking itchy, dude? Hell no. The fucking cubs, dude? Hell no. Like getting paid not a lot of money, dude, for fucking working? Hell no. But banana bread at fucking work, dude? Hell yeah. Hell yeah, bro. Hell yeah! Banana bread, dude, at fucking work! Hell yeah! <laughs> we'll see you on the next episode. <laughs> uh, that was great. Yeah? How did, how did you like it? It was good. It was, it was good. good. Do you- now, I do, have a, I do have a banana bread-related question, because it made me think of it when you were talking about banana bread. You like banana bread, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah, dude. I fuck, dude, fucking banana, banana, banana bread, dude. Hell. I guess I yeah. should have figured that out. But, uh, <laughs> made it pretty obvious. Uh, do you put butter on your banana bread if you're eating it? If it's still warm, when it's like fresh out of the oven, okay. dude, and I cut it, yeah. I'll smear a little bit of butter on it, and that is like, that is fucking prime right there, bro. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Me too. Are you? Will you? take your banana bread and, and heat it up every time and do butter with it or it i it no i mean if i'm gonna have butter on it yeah it's got to be heated up like i don't want cold butter on like room temperature banana bread like i will warm it up for 10 seconds or whatever and then put the butter on it okay yeah. but i'm fine with just eating banana bread without putting butter on it too yeah see man i'm I guess I was always used to just like banana bread was a like a quick snack like to go snack so um my mom has this bombishit banana bread recipe man and dude and she would always make that I don't know like it had to have been like every other month she would make banana bread dude and so every time that she would make it I mean it would always just sit out on the countertop and me and my brothers would just walk up cut us a, a fat slice like an inch and just like right. fucking down it like it was nothing you know <laughs> so my mom would make the like the mini loaves you know so they're you know tiny and like it just i could eat it like you know like a piece of candy like yeah. in the wrapper <laughs> yeah oh dude that's a that's a good idea yeah yeah she tried making um like to-go muffins out of her banana bread once Ooh. man but the problem was then it was like she cooked them and then they weren't cooked enough in the middle. So then she put them back in and then they were like overcooked on the outside where it was almost just like too hard. So sure. Um, she went back to the just the pan banana bread because it just yeah, it didn't work out as well in the little to go muffins. But right. Um, I dude, I haven't had banana bread in a in quite some time. Mitchell made some for me. I don't know, maybe like two months ago or something like that. But right. Um. Now, I, I got to get a banana bread recipe, though. Does your mom have, like, a very specific banana bread recipe that she... Or she just whatever banana um, bread recipe she, she finds online kind of thing? 
So she has one that's like her like go to, but it's not like she sticks to it. She always tries different ones. Like she'll put like do stuff with cinnamon or, you know, do other stuff with it. But nah, my mom's not much of a cook or a, a baker. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, she was never good at that stuff. And, you know, we grew up eating hamburger helper and mac and cheese <laughs> every night, that kind of stuff, just because eh, she worked all the time and, yeah. and, and just wasn't much of a cook. So it was always just kind of like, oh, hamburger helper. All right. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Fuck it. That's just great, man. <laughs> hamburger helper. Hamburger helper doesn't need any help. That shit's fine. Just on its own. <laughs> yeah, dude. I, uh, but I'm. I'm a cook for the most part. Like I, I enjoy cooking, man. I cook a lot. Um, yeah. you know, I mean, you've, you've come over to my house and we've made tons of different types of like barbecue and we've made, you know, some fat fucking sausage wieners once. And, oh. you know, we got to do that again, dude. I actually have a bunch of, uh, trimmings from a brisket that I did like a week and a half ago. Nice. I want to take those. And then actually I want to take, um, like a prime rib. And then I want to take those brisket trimmings and then put them in the meat grinder. And then I want to do some smash, some smash burgers with them. Oh, that'd be good. Some brisket steak smash burgers, man. So what do you do? Do you weigh out like, you know, if you're making a burger and you're adding in your trimmings from a brisket, what what's your ratio? Do you actually weigh it out? Like, are you going to weigh out like a pound and then? like a quarter pound of fat and mix it or you just kind of eyeball it no it it will be um i guess in the sense that i do need to weigh it out and see exactly like how much fat of the brisket do i have i have to do an 80 20 right. mix so 20 percent fat okay 80%, so you do yeah. go 80 20 okay so i will need to because of most of the trimmings from the brisket the large majority of it was fat so I may not be able to do ribeye. I might actually have to do like a tri-tip or something, which tri-tip is delicious. Right. right? Something, so it's sirloin. Something a little leaner. Right. Yeah. I would do a sirloin with just a bunch of like brisket fat and some brisket like oh, yeah. meat and trimmings and shit. And then just, you know, basically grind all that up, dude. Mix it up with just a little bit of seasoning. Like keep it simple, like garlic, salt, pepper, whatever. And then <laughs> make some smash burgers out of it, dude. And that's like, that's fucking money. You cook those. On a skillet, or how do you cook those? Uh, I got a when you're doing a smash burger. I got a large griddle in my. Oh, you yeah. Do? I yeah. It's been a while since you've been over, but I acquired a uh, an eight burner grill, and then I bought a <laughs> twenty four inch wide by like nineteen inch deep griddle, like aftermarket that I just threw on top of the Sweet. eight griddle. So I got this massive griddle, nice. dude. Where half of it's griddle, the other half is like a standard grill, basically. Um, cause I, I've never actually owned since I've lived at this house for the past five years. I've never owned like a standard propane grill until now. Right. Nice. So I figured I kind of needed that maybe little combo deal ish in my life. So, but, nice. um, anyways, back to the original conversation, man, I am a cook. I do a lot of good, delicious <laughs> things. I've never really been a baker though. I've never tried banana making no. banana bread or cookies before, but I've. No? No, but I've always wanted to, man. Yeah. Surprisingly yeah. enough. Yeah, see, I love... I, I'm not much... I'm kind of on the same line as you. I'm, I'm, I am I'm. like to cook a lot, especially when I'm not working so much. Like, it's one of my favorite things to do. Like, I'll spend hours cooking dinner. I'll spend, you know, like, yeah. all day making spaghetti sauce, homemade sauce, oh, yeah. that kind of stuff. But, um, yeah, I haven't... You know, I, I've made banana bread a few times just when I buy bananas and don't 
eat them. You know, a lot of times I feel guilty about just throwing away. So I'm like, well, I guess I'll make some banana bread and like, you know, it's good, but I don't have like that recipe, but that's something I dabbled in more last winter when I wasn't working so much was baking. And I got, I made a, I have like the greatest dinner roll recipe now. Sure. And like, it took me like six, seven times to get it like perfect, but like, oh, <laughs> it's so fucking good. It's dude. Dialed, know. And like, I, I, I literally, I can't make them because like. I will bake them and then, you know, it makes 24 of them and I will eat every single one of them within, you know, a day. No shit. And I, it's like just warm it up, butter, eat it. <laughs> and then I sit down on the couch for a minute and I'm like, oh, time for another roll. <laughs> uh, that is fucking hilarious, dude. So, yeah, well. I got one. I got one more banana bread question for you. Okay. Have you ever seen somebody put American cheese on banana bread and eat it? No. With butter? No, I have not. That doesn't sound very good either, you know? No. So my grandma used to do that. What? And I remember, yeah, and so I I remember trying it one time. (laughs) I know. I'm going to have to call her and give her shit for it. Be like, because that's like one of those weird things you remember as a kid that like, I didn't think of it weird at the time, but now I'm like... Why did grandma put cheese on banana bread? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, I don't know, dude. There, There's some people do some really weird things. And then there's some things that people think that are weird that I don't think are weird. So two things that I don't think are weird. I don't think pineapples on pizza is weird. I actually like it. I, it's weird. I'm completely okay with pineapples on pizza. I enjoy it. I would order it more often than, you know, I guess if... If I was eating pizza by myself, like back in college all the time, I would order pineapple mm-hmm. pizza. Like, not religiously like I loved it, but I would do it just as long as I wasn't with anyone else that fucking hated it for some odd reason. Yeah, because well, people throw a fit about it. Yeah, it's like the weirdest battle See, it, in fucking society that, you know, either... It's kind of like, it's like country music, right? Yeah. Like, you either love it or... You fucking hate like, it. You absolutely despise it. <laughs> and that's the same thing with pineapple and pizza. Yeah. <laughs> Hundred <laughs> percent. Another one, um, ketchup in mac and cheese. I fucking love it. I would. Oh yeah. I there's. I don't think there's ever been a single time in my life, man. Ever since I tried it, I don't think there's ever been a single time where you know I'll eat like if I make a box of mac and cheese with like you know I'm a fucking two year old man. I'll make like microwave some chicken nuggets and make some fucking you know fuck yeah. <laughs> Mac and cheese and cut up, d- cut up some hot dogs and put it in your mac and cheese. You ever do that? Yeah, and I'll devour the whole thing like oh, yeah. instantly, right? <laughs> but I'll eat like half the box of macaroni and cheese just like normal, and then the other right. half it has to be like not like completely doused in ketchup, but like I'll f- I'll A fucking dose. <laughs> it's, you know, two cups of ketchup like. <laughs> <laughs> Just bored into this I mean, pot. okay, now we're on to a good topic here because I love putting stuff in my mac and cheese, too. Oh, hell yeah, dude. Ketchup's good. Hot sauce. Ranch is good. Hot sauce. Have you ever had I haven't you done like ranch. Cholula, right? Yeah, I love Cholula. You haven't done ranch? No, I haven't done ranch. Okay, so green Cholula in mac and cheese. Like, and we're just talking regular craft mac and cheese, but the green Cholula is definitely the best for hot sauce. No shit. Because you can put a lot in there. Because it's not that hot, but you can put a lot in there and kind of get that flavor. Um I don't know what I used to do. I would take Frank's um, buffalo sauce yeah. and I'd do a bunch of buffalo sauce and then like a squirt of ranch and it was like buffalo ranch mac and cheese. Yeah. 
dude. And then you take either like Cheetos, Cheez-Its, or Doritos, crunch them up and put it on your mac and cheese so you get a little bit of that texture. Yeah. See, so another thing too, man, like um, when it comes to like my eggs, my scrambled eggs. Mm -hmm. So ever since I went online and I tried Gordon Ramsay styled scrambled eggs, which are a little more not like I don't want to say like runny, but, you know, they're like a little they're not. They're soft. Yeah, they're there's there's not rubbery and they're. Um, yeah, yeah, but they soft, li- liquidy. Well, that's not the right way to put it. I know what yeah, you mean. But they're like, they're a little kind of runny ish. And it's not like, and it's more so because of the sour cream that you add and then you add in the right. chives. But then, so, you know, he cooks it with, as he says, a nub of butter. Right. And, <laughs> right. and I was adding in, um, for a little bit, man, my own, uh, smoked butter recipe, where Ooh. I take five pounds of butter, I throw it in a aluminum pan, I throw it in the smoker at, um, I think it was, I think like 220 for like four hours, and okay. kind of starts to like solidify a little bit. It brings all of these like different particles to the top. Basically, you skim it and, and get the purities out, like and it turns into just like pure butter or whatever. Then right. you... Take it out and you cool it as fast as you can. So I I just would like throw it in. I'd pour it into like a uh, Pyrex dish and then throw it in the freezer, right? Gotcha. And then you can cu- cube it up. And so then the smoked butter, though, right before you throw it in the freezer, you add in um, like cinnamon and paprika Ooh. and a little bit of garlic, salt, pepper. So it has this like super distinct flavor, a little bit of spice to it, man. Still kind of sweet. And you get a lot of like butter flavor and smoke from it. It's fucking phenomenal, dude. And I swear, dude, this this butter was so amazing. It was the only thing that you needed to make scrambled eggs. And you would be completely fucking overwhelmed with how good it was. And Margaret thought I was the weirdest fucking person in the world for eating (laughs) scrambled eggs with cinnamon and paprika and, you know, smoked butter. Right. You know. Sounds pretty good to me. I thought it was phenomenal, but... Did she try it or did she just criticize no, it? No, she just criticized it. Classic, classic <laughs> Margaret, you know? Classic Margaret, dude. It's okay. Yeah, you know? Yeah. I mean, I, my sister's a little bit like that, too, where she doesn't want to... She's just like, oh, that's weird. Or, yeah, my sister's a picky eater. If there's something green in it, she's not going to eat it or, you know, anything like that. So, as long as you don't tell her, you know, just say, hey, try this. She'll try it. it yeah. But then if you know, like, what do you mean there's green onions in there? <laughs> <laughs> that's you know yeah that's how tyler is man if you if is really? as long as you don't tell him that there's sour cream in anything like he'll eat it the second that he yeah. finds out that there's sour cream in some meal dude he will just be like gagging he he cannot stand what? sour cream yes i mean i don't like sour cream like I don't know. It's not that bad. But you know how it is when you get like that Taco Bell burrito, the five-layer burrito or whatever. You take that bite. It's 100% sour cream. (laughs) And you're just like, (laughs) okay, I don't like it like that. But like mixed in, it's it's good. Like you need sour cream. Like make chili, put a little bit of sour cream in there. It's delicious. Chili. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever, dude. Fucking loaded nachos. Probably be good in mac and cheese. Yeah. (laughs) Probably fucking would be. Yeah. Huh. I don't really picture that with Tyler. So that's just, yeah, uh, it's just little little interesting fact for you there, man. Tyler is a very picky eater. I am 
for one, though, I am not a picky eater, dude. You can put just about anything in front of me, and I will almost, no matter what, try it. Almost. Okay. Um, I've had things like, I've had snake, I've had, you know, alligator, crocodile, I've had fucking guinea pig before in Ecuador. We've talked about oh, this yeah. before. Yeah. We one talked of the episodes, about that. Right? Yeah. Far from picky, man. So. Yeah, I'm not, I'm kind of there with you. I'm not too picky. Yeah. So I'll, I'm going to try ranch on my, uh, on my mac and cheese next time. Yeah, just don't start slow because you can kind of overdo it with ranch, you know. But <laughs> if you got buffalo sauce too, dude, throw some buffalo in there. Delicious. Yeah, yeah. Maybe yeah, I'll for maybe sure. I'll make a little sauce in a little sauce dish first and just kind of like slowly, kind of, you know. Yeah, you you got to get the ratio right because you you want the you know the buffalo flavor, but then you know you want it to taste like you're dipping a nice buffalo wing in some ranch, dude. But it just happens to be mac and cheese. We should make we should make our own line of mac and cheese sauces, you know? Yeah. 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 Hundred percent. And then you just, you know, you get with the grocery stores and mm-hmm. you, you know, have it right next to the mac and cheese so people know this is for mac and cheese. Yep. All right. And then you're golden. Our own mac and cheese sauce. If you want like buffalo, we'll make a buffalo mac and cheese sauce. If you want like a ranch and red hot. We'll make that if you want. Just straight up ketchup. <laughs> yeah, we'll literally just buy Heinz and just rip off the label, relabel it, yep. <laughs> sell it for uh, say you know dollar more than what we bought it for. Whatever, right? I mean, we got to pay for that label, you know. We'll buy the massive like five gallon tanks from <laughs> Sam's Club and just squirt it into our own bottle, <laughs> and then just crudely seal them with like some Saran wrap and be like, yeah, it's good to go. Yeah, exactly, dude. It's genius, man. It would. I don't. It's. Yeah. It sounds foolproof, honestly. I've never heard of a, a mac and cheese, a dedicated sauce to mac and cheese you know no and and you know what you think like if you go down the popcorn aisle they have like popcorn seasonings that sit right next to the popcorn yes what's the difference why is there no mac and cheese fucking sauces right people love mac and cheese we have sauces for spaghetti sauces for other types of noodles spaghetti sauce right you know uh ragu sauce we've got fucking garlic and mushroom sauce we've got but there's Ooh. there's no we got there's no mac and cheese. We gotta sauce. make some kind of a creamy garlic sauce mm. for the mac and cheese. Mm. Yes, there we go. Yeah. Okay. I love that this is uh, a uh, a podcast about technology, beers, and video games, and we've talked about food for twenty minutes. It's impressive. I mean, <laughs> you know, <laughs> we could do a whole episode about just like kitchen tech. We should. Right? 100%. We should. Yeah. Because, I mean, we could get into some of that stuff. It's funny that you actually say that, man. I was watching a video the other day about kitchen technology, and Mm -hmm. I am actually, and we'll just go ahead and jump into this, I guess, and I've I've got just a few small things to get us started on this topic that we'll save for, put on those invisible sticky notes you have on your desk. Um, (laughs) I I actually bought a whiteboard. I don't mean to get (laughs) off topic. But you can't see it, obviously, because it's over here on my side. But I bought a whiteboard because I have so much stuff for the business and that kind of stuff that, like, I'm always like, oh, I'll remember that. And then you don't. Or, you know, I write it, you know, like, I have just, like, copious notes sitting around my desk everywhere. Yeah. And, like, I just forget it or I'm like, I throw it away, that kind of stuff. So I finally bought a whiteboard and it's the greatest thing ever. So I'll write it up there. 
Yeah, dude, it's the only way that I function at work is with a uh, whiteboard and sticky notes. I would I would yep. forget everything if it wasn't for my whiteboard and sticky notes. Hundred <laughs> percent. Like you'll have to come, you'll have to come down to Castle Rock and see my office sometime. Yeah. If I, uh, you know, if you manage to make Things. it down there sometime. <laughs> But my office, literally just massive whiteboard and just sticky notes all over my fucking computer monitor. It's just, yeah, it's... I just picture it like uh, in... Have you ever seen A Beautiful Mind? No. Where he thinks he's like... Anyway, the guy's got schizophrenia. He thinks he's um, like working for the U.S. government. He's like a spy or something. But really, he's just in the shed in the backyard and he's got all the strings going to all these weird stuff, that kind of stuff. That's what I picture your office being like. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, legit, man. Back to like our original tech. If I had a little monitor that I could attach at the bottom of my monitors that just had a little right. to do list that just continuously kind of scrolled like as if it was the stock market, I would love that. And then I could just like <laughs> click on something as I as I accomplished it. And that way I don't have to yeah. look at this scrolling fucking wheel. And then And we yep, if I we call it the the task ticker. Yeah. And right. if eh. and if it was that I completed all my tasks, it would just do an animation of confetti that would just be like, "You can go home now." <laughs> Didn't we have a thing? It gave you beer too, right? Yeah, yeah. It dispenses you got like a little a, four ounce beer or something like yeah, that. Yeah, dispenses a little beer for you, you know. Um, but the the kitchen technology, right? So. Mm-hmm. Um, one thing that I actually found super fascinating, man. There was this lady that in her kitchen. Um, so, you know, that there's like standard things, man. Pot fillers make sense. You know, right. it's a, it kind of was something that I don't want to say it died as a trend, but it definitely dialed back quite a bit for some reason. I don't know why, but pot fillers, yeah. man, makes so much sense. Um, totally a, uh, a drawer. So, you know how they have like spice drawers. Now you pull it out, like in right. the lower cabinets, right? My mom has one, um, a utility drawer. It's a it's about mm-hmm. three times wider and it literally will just hold like all of your knives, spoons, mix like whisks, all that kind of stuff, man. Right. And then just below that sits all of your like oven mitts, your hot plates, your all that kind of shit. And I'm just like, dude, that's fucking genius. Why has no one ever? Why are we just now doing this? Like, that's so fucking genius, man. Everyone spends like three drawers in their entire kitchen Right. Trying to put all of this shit everywhere and, it, and it's just a mess, you know? Yeah. Or it's on top of your countertop. Well, you got to wonder, too, if that's just an effect of the Internet, right? Where, you know, maybe you never would have seen that before. And then next thing you know, you see it on the Internet. Then, you know, on YouTube, somebody's like, yo, check out my kitchen organization. And, and then from there, you're like, I want that, too. And then, yeah. you know, when you're remodeling your kitchen, you put that in or in a new build or whatever that looks like. Yeah, exactly. Um, and then another one was a, um, a one hand release for the trash can. So, you know how, you know how, like in my house, my trash can is inside of the cabinet. You open up the cabinet door and then you pull it out and there's two trash bins in there. So this one, it's not the, the cabinet face is mounted to the slides into the whole trash can, whatever rack. Basically, you know, so you yeah. just pull it out. But it was on like, you know, you you push the cabinet in with like your foot and then the whole thing would just like slide out for you. So if Sweet. your hands were like full, 
Right. You just, or you're touching something nasty. Yeah. And you just yeah. you push it with your knee or whatever, and then the whole thing would just like slide out for you nice and slow. And mm. then you could dump it all and then you could actually like push it back in. Right. Totally makes sense. Um Yeah. There was a, another cabinet that, and this one was like kind of a waste of space, I think, unless you have a massive kitchen, but another lower cabinet that the entire thing, the only thing that it does, you open up the drawer and then it's this huge unit that you can like pull out and it kind of like rotates up and around and it just has your KitchenAid on it and that's it. Oh, sweet. So you're not like... And you got power in the cabinet, hopefully, so you don't have to plug it in that kind of stuff that'd be cool yeah exactly and then i had like all the little attachments like organized on the side wall inside of it so you right. could just kind of like reach down and use it if you're someone that bakes a lot and uses the kitchen aid a yeah. lot or you know whatever um another one was a uh, smart faucet the smart faucet that hooks up to amazon and you could literally just be like alexa pour me one cup of water and right. there's a little unit on the inside of the faucet that literally measures the flow of water. So when you hook this thing up, you hook it up to Alexa and then you turn on your water like full flow and it measures exactly how much water it's, it's actually using. And it'll cut itself off after like call it, you know, whatever, 30 seconds. And it's like, OK, your pressure is exactly, you know, 65 PSI. Right. Right. So then it just knows that if it runs the faucet for exactly 1.2 seconds, you'll get exactly one cup on the one fucking cup. dot. Yeah. Right. Totally makes sense, man. Why? Yeah. Why turn it on and you're trying to eyeball it and all that kind of shit? Like <laughs> we were holding it like this, you know? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> one eye open, like trying to like level the whole thing out, to, you know, look like an idiot. Kind of stand in there. <laughs> you know, we got all this crazy smart shit, dude. And we, yeah, it's like the first smart faucet that I ever saw that was just like, yeah, pour me right. two cups of water and then just done. That's it. And you're just like, sweet. Like you don't need a measuring cup anymore. Just grab the pot and literally just say two cups of water. Yeah. That's it. Just goes and you know it's 100% right every time, right? Yeah. So um, so that was another thing. Um, you know, having – and this one's not necessary, but, um, you know, their under cabinet lights is a big thing. Um, sure. But now they make – right, so not only outlets with USB chargers built in, which, yeah, not – the coolest thing ever, yeah. not necessary, especially in the kitchen. I don't know how often you're really right. charging whatever with USB shit, but um, there's plate cover, like outlet plate covers where once you put the screw in for the plate cover, it's I don't know if it's like magnetic or copper, but it, it'll draw energy literally from the outlet without being plugged in. And it has a light along the bottom of the plate. Right. And so that acts as all of your, like, kind of under cabinet lighting. It'll light up your whole kitchen. And right. they're like LED bulbs, so they'll last forever. And yeah, I think they, they have little contacts that go on the sides of the plugs, and that's where they get the power from. Yeah. 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 Yep. So, um, but I thought to myself, I was like, dude, that's cool shit. Never thought about that. Yeah. Why bother with the under cabinet lights? If you have a couple of outlets on your countertop, just fucking do that. And then last one, man, which I think everyone loves and wants, but sinks just seem to be getting bigger and bigger and fucking bigger, dude. And I saw one of the sink that was, I'm not even joking, dude. It had to have been like 
four feet wide. Thing was massive. And I'm yeah. just like, dude, this thing looks unnecessarily big. And then she was like <laughs> using it where she was showing like she has this massive cutting board over here. And then she has, you know, like little edges on the sink. So then in the middle is um, a colander. So she's like chopping up, you know, all this shit, just tosses it over into the colander, rinses it, pours it out into the next colander right over there. Then literally colander collapses, slides underneath the cutting board. And then she takes that other colander, throws all of her fruit into like a mixing bowl or whatever, collapses that Mm -hmm. colander, slides it underneath the other colander. And then two colanders and a cutting board just sitting right there next to your sink, just stacked pretty much where you're almost always going to use it. Right. Sure. And then that was in the sink. Yeah. Yeah. And then that, because the sink is so wide, those all sat right in front of, or right on top, I guess, of the little trash can you like push in and out. I'm just like, that's fucking genius, man. What? Right. Why have we not thought about this? This is like the simplest thing ever. (laughs) It's literally just putting a a fucking edge on a rim of a sink and putting a cutting board there and the trash can right below it. And this all makes sense. hundred percent. Small technology. It's kind of like, well, it's like, you know, I don't like in my kitchen, I don't have an undermount sink. So my sink sits above. So like, you know, when you're trying to wipe off the countertops or whatever, you can't just like swipe it in the sink and rinse it down the garbage disposal or whatever. Like there's the lip there. So then you got to like get the trash can out and, (laughs) you know, try and get all the shit into the trash can. Yeah. Yeah. So like even simple stuff like that, like you don't ever think of it as being like a, you know, big deal, but like it really is. Yeah. Yeah, and where I just I have a hard time doing this, man, because I'm kind of lazy. But at the same time, we talked about this actually as one of our technologies, kind of. But now they have those refrigerators that have the built in iPads, right? Right. The refrigerator, too, will order simple things for you from a delivery service when you are running low on like eggs or milk or orange juice. Right. It will just order it automatically for you and deliver it to your house within 24 hours. Well, we talked about our grocery store that was going to meal prep meals for you. You select what you want. Right. I forgot about it. It would just build your meal for you. And then just you come just through the drive through. We just hand you your grocery bag or whatever and send you on your merry way. There's, you know, whatever, five people in the back just assembling this shit. What if your smart fridge, you scroll through, you select the meals that you want for next week and then. We just say, okay, uh, we're going to give your groceries to DoorDash. You know, here's the total amount. Enter in your credit card on your fridge. Boom, DoorDash will be at your house in like four hours with all five of your meals for next week. That'd be sweet. Dude, do you know how much money I would pay for that? I would pay. I would legit. I'd probably drop like four grand on a fridge just to have that. Like <laughs> all built in for me. Like no, I mean, no strings attached. You know, you got to imagine we have basically the technology's there for it already yeah you know and and i mean maybe that's something that it comes from amazon or something right where like you know they have their affiliation with whole foods so you know i don't know maybe it's one of those things they hear you over they hear you talking or whatever like you know i could really go for a nice uh meatloaf you know whatever (laughs) and then it just like (laughs) puts it on the list for you or whatever and then next thing you know it's like your order is ready for pickup at whole foods on university boulevard yeah yeah exactly dude 
And that's where, in all honesty, so think about it this way, man. What if you could simplify the technology of this, a refrigerator with a built-in iPad that you can choose meals, it's tied into like DoorDash or Amazon or something, right? Whole Foods, and it'll deliver meals to your door. Think about how many bad shoppers there are out there and how just like unhealthy America is that you could advertise it that this fridge will literally help you lose fucking weight because we have built-in meals that are low calorie or maybe they're low carb or you can choose whatever diet you want to select up here. Maybe you want to go full keto and then we'll just have like we'll tap into like the Whole Foods recipe like servers and just be like, dude, we've got thousands of meals. Select five. We'll fucking assemble this thing for you. Literally drop it off at your door. And you just have to pay a monthly service fee that pays for basically all of our like delivery fees and maintenance fees and management fees and whatever else. And this not only will make you eat healthier, it's going to stop people from wasting food by poorly shopping. So it might right. work towards saving world hunger so whenever you buy our service we're actually going to donate some money to starving children in africa because you're not wasting all of our fucking oreos buying 12 packs of them and eating three and you know the other who who doesn't finish their oreos robert i don't know i'm just a bad example (laughs) just Fruit, vegetables, Fruit. bag of carrots, that kind of thing. Yeah, b- bananas, <laughs> apples, oranges, whatever, dude. And instead of, like, wasting all the food, man, we'll, like, give this food to, like, homeless people or shelters or Africa yeah. or whatever, right? And then it's kind of like a combo deal. Well, then now you, you're providing a good service that helps people lose weight, that people will want to spend money towards, that then also makes you a little bit lazier where you don't have to go out. But you might even be able to get some government backing for the whole program because of the fact that you're also you know kind of working with them on feeding homeless shelters and shit like that so that way they don't uh have to spend tax tax money towards it and but the real question with this whole thing is it don't get me wrong it sounds awesome how do you keep you know the i think a lot of it comes down to you know maybe people don't mind shopping so much maybe that kind of thing are these people going to be willing to cook, right? They have all the ingredients, but they're already kind of lazy, right? And then wouldn't it just be easier to just get on there and order DoorDash and get McDonald's? Like, you can, you know, that bring the food to them, but that doesn't mean they're going to cook it. Yeah, sure. That service is out there. I mean, this isn't going to be for everyone, you know? I don't I don't see yeah. people in, uh, you know, certain parts of town utilizing this. There's definitely going to be some areas and some people out there that – some fat fucks that probably aren't going to use this or, or care for this healthy smart fridge <laughs> that's going to save the world and the planet and food and s- solve world hunger. But, you know, that's fine if you don't want to. It's fine. You know, yeah. McDonald's is always an option. <laughs> you know, whatever. I'm not offended. It's just I'm just saying this is this solves a lot of problems. And and I guess in reality, if you're not a cook and you need something simple, maybe that's just another category. Pre pre-cooked meals bag meals you know right. uh, bo- or box you, meals whatever you know you can select that option in there like what is your cooking level are you a beginner are you intermediate are you an advanced you know home chef yeah like what can you cook yeah and then the fridge when you go to like select the meal 
and you go and say like, yo, I, I'm trying to cook this thing tonight. Boom. Video pops up or maybe instructions. Really sexy chick with an Australian accent. Just like, oi. <laughs> oi. <laughs> you know? <laughs> and she tells, you, she tells you how to make the meal. <laughs> Crocky. Crocky. You know, and then she and then she tells you how to make the meal, dude. <laughs> it'd be it'd be sick as shit. <clears throat> so it's, it's like Google Maps. I can choose the voice I want to teach me how to cook, to teach me how to cook. <laughs> yeah, maybe you want British. I don't know. Whatever. Yeah. You know, maybe, maybe you need a <laughs> maybe you need like a Texan accent. You know, maybe you you don't care for you know Boston. Well, then you could do you could do Bastard. like celebrity voices. Voices you got you know Darth Vader, and it's just. Yeah. <laughs> well, you're dicing an onion or something. It's just him breathing. <laughs> uh. <laughs> or maybe Obi-Wan's over there telling you to do whatever, you know. <laughs> yeah, dude. Yeah, no, for real. Seriously. Or in that Scottish accent. Yeah. Or um, I would do Morgan Freeman even, you know. Oh, yeah. That'd be a good one. Yeah. You know, maybe some yeah. some yeah. Gordon Ramsay. You know, just yelling at me. Uh, I don't think I do well with that. <laughs> Cardi B. Oh, crrr. oh yeah. Oh, right, 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 right. Oh, crrr. yeah. I, I, <laughs> yeah, dude, that'd be great. I think it's a million dollar idea. We just need to work towards it. You know. I think now this one approaches on the billion dollar idea. Yeah, actually, I, I would agree. I think it really does. This service could literally go anywhere in the world and probably make oh, a yeah. good amount of money. You know, yeah, this is like yeah, maybe not maybe not anywhere, but yeah, well, not not yeah. anywhere. But yeah, I mean, here, Western Europe, <laughs> wherever there's power, Australia, and people willing to drive in grocery <laughs> stores, you know, I would say there, there's a lot of first world countries out there that would be able to accept this pretty easily. You know, nothing to it. Just it's as easy as setting up a DoorDash or, you know. Um, an Uber system, right? Like, hey, yeah. want to make some money just picking up groceries and dropping them off? Like, come work for us. We'll pay you 15 bucks an hour just to drive around and pick up groceries. And, right. you know, in King Supers, we'll, you know, or grocery stores that have kind of like the, the click list thing. Like, we'll contract right. with, like, King Supers or Safeway where yeah, this Uber driver doesn't have to get out of their car. They just need to go park in a spot, text King Supers, I'm here for order number Two two three, they walk it out. They drive it over to the house, drop it off. That's it. They're done. Well, and then I think, like we kind of talked about last time, we're going to get to that point where it's just fully automated, and you don't even have to go inside. You just pull up to base six. The robots put it all in a box for you, and it just comes slides out. You pick it up, put it in your car, and you leave. You know, yeah. Or they put it in the delivery driver's car, and then they bring it to you because then you take out that. The human error part of it where, you know, you got Sally on 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 uh, Instacart and, <laughs> you know, I asked for pinto beans and she bought me lima beans, which, you know, doesn't exactly, uh, uh, yeah. not exactly the same. Yeah, fuck up your whole meal, your whole night ruined, right? right? And then there's someone doing quality checks, making sure that there's not like rotten food being delivered to your house. But, you know. Sure. Yeah, yeah sure. I think this system would work, Gage. I think that this this is like a, a fucking amazing idea. I just I have no idea where to even start with it. Not even slightly. Yeah, we need listen, we need about at least five hundred million in capital. So 
something like that. I mean, I don't know about even for that. all you if, listeners out there. If <laughs> send us a couple bucks, <laughs> if we just have someone that knows programming and can build a program around an iPad that I can figure out how to then just like duct tape it to the front of my fr- my own fridge. Maybe you don't even mm-hmm. maybe you don't even need you could, our fridge. You just need well, you just our. You, have it integrated with like a a Google Home or or I guess they're called Nest, you know, the home, the ones with the screens that you just have in your kitchen. Yeah, 100%. And if you sign up for our subscription service, we'll we'll sell you one for 29 bucks, something like that, right? Yeah, exactly. 100%, man. I totally, million dollar idea for sure. Billion dollar, who knows? I just don't know where to start with it. So, no. So, on to uh, <laughs> onto other things now that we've discussed food for 40 minutes <laughs> unintentionally. Um, Gage. Yes. Buddy, how did you like episode three of Obi-Wan? Was that not like such a fucking big jump from episode two? It did pick up the, 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 I don't want to say it picked up the pace, but there was definitely a little more action in it and, uh better action than um you know in episode two that whatever that was where they're in the city and like reva's running on like the buildings and it looked really cheesy and bad yeah uh darth vader coming out and just uh snapping that kid's neck (laughs) that was i loved it that was nice it was nice it's a nice touch disney thank you chokes out the dad and then just naps the neck i'm like hey now we're talking yeah there you go uh, now i understand why it's uh, pg-13 you know yeah that was that was the highlight of that episode for me definitely <laughs> i thought the uh kids died <laughs> nice. nice yeah it sounds kind of bad but uh yeah a little bit i mean pretty good episode it starts off a little slow you know where they're on the they get on that the, the planet and they get on the um that little carrier thing with that freck Freck, Freck, whatever the that Freck, dude's name yeah. was. And uh, he seems like a cool guy, and then he turns out to be a turd, but he's just, you know, a government pawn. Yeah, he deserved but, to die. Uh, and it picks up after that, and it's pretty good for the most part. I like the episode. I got a couple little things. I thought the Obi-Wan and, and, and Darth Vader, I thought the... And it wasn't really a chase, but like... It was like, a, like Darth Vader just walks the whole time like not that i've ever seen darth vader run necessarily like that's how he is he's intimidating and stuff but it it's felt a little weird to me and then the lightsaber battle was a little disappointing but you know that's just their first encounter so yeah it it was like anakin's or darth vader's first as far as we know his first lightsaber fight since he became darth vader right not necessarily right yeah that we've seen i mean yeah. the dude has literally been you know in the books and that kind of stuff he's literally out there just killing tons of people yeah like he uses it all the time yeah but with another you know like a jedi probably yeah with well and against obi-wan in which obi-wan too i, th- I think that's and i personally i really liked the episode i thought it was a lot of fun just watching the whole thing transpire and mm-hmm. obi-wan kind of just like, right, he's got like zero fucking patience. He's just like, right. up, get in the goddamn fucking car. We're not going to have this conversation. <laughs> he's just like pissed, right? He's just like, fuck this kid, man. I, I, I would I, be too. I didn't, wanna, I didn't fucking sign up for this shit. This is stupid. 
You know, he's just like pissed and he's just like going <laughs> AWOL on this kid. I'm just like, it's great. Right. I love it. Right. And then, <clears throat> yeah, the the lightsaber fight, slow, whatever. It kind of yeah. it kind of makes sense to me, man, I think, in where it's like I didn't expect like an episode three lightsaber fight where they're like no jumping off of walls and tables and balancing above lava and you know right. whatever all this crazy shit you know and it wasn't as completely boring and dead as the lightsaber fight in episode four you know it literally <laughs> kind of bridged the gap a right. little bit where it was like okay it's it's not four but and definitely ain't three could have maybe been a little bit better but you know it made sense to me, right? Obi-Wan hasn't touched a lightsaber in 10 years, right? So, yeah. um, but then I think that was the only thing that I thought was just a little weird was like, you know, Obi-Wan just <coughs> <coughs> couldn't even, sorry, been sick for like four days now. <laughs> um, good. Obi-Wan couldn't even use the force to save his own life. Like all of a sudden, like 10 years goes by and you'd think it'd be like riding a bike, and I think we kind of talked about this last time about how it's a little weird yep. that all of a sudden you just can't use the force. Like all of a sudden it's just like, you know, even though he did it for his entire life, it was his profession, right? He was an expert. Over 5,000 hours were put into this, this uh, skill, right? <laughs> He's an, right. He is a classified expert and all of a sudden he just forgets how to do it. Right. So what does Darth Vader do? Nothing. <coughs> Open, <coughs> knocks over a, a little fucking can of, powder and just kind of drags Obi-Wan straight through the dust. Yeah, and Obi-Wan just eats shit like it's nothing. <laughs> and it's just like, what? I thought Obi-Wan was like this crazy badass that like would never allow, right. you know, I understand Darth Vader's been for the past 10 years rolling around still slaying people, using the force, all this crazy shit. Obi-Wan's been Sitting behind a butcher table cutting, you know, butcher table cutting meat, you know, right. smoking brisket and shit, <laughs> watching Luke <laughs> grow up, you know, whatever. Like a creeper. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I guess I just didn't expect him to be kind of just so, you know, it's kind of like when we watched Boba Fett, like, why was he such a bitch? I don't understand what happened right. there. You know, it's a little... Could have been a little more, but overall, thought the episode was really good. And then um, <coughs> episode four, what did you think? Yeah, it's good. <coughs> we just watched it. I mean, I just watched it literally, I don't know, like two hours ago. So nice. um, pretty good overall. I'm trying to think now because, you know, stuff just goes out of my mind pretty quickly anymore these days. Yeah, so I think overall it was it was good, you though, know, yeah. Yeah, he, yeah, he wakes up in the recovery tank or whatever, yeah. freaking out a little bit, looking for Leia. They, He swims in murky water all the way into that base and then just sneaks around right. for a bit and then yeah. starts remembering how to use the Force again all of a sudden. And, um, you know, a little weird that they were able to get into this base so easily. Like, right. Huh. Like, weird. Darth Vader... Like comes here all the time, and you can just kind of like yell at a at a dude and just kind of walk in, and no one fucking <laughs> says anything, right? And they're like, "Oh, okay, sorry." <laughs> Whoa, <laughs> temper on that yeah, one, go, please, sir. For whatever reason, sir, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. 
So, I, I, yeah, but no, I mean, yeah, you're right. So he does start doing the force thing more where he keeps the glass held until the stormtroopers and stuff come through and then he lets it break. That was pretty cool. Yeah. Um, he uses the lightsaber yeah, I mean, a lot more, kills the yep. stormtroopers to get Leia and then. Yep. Yeah. And then um, I, I was not at the very end there when. Mm-hmm. um. What's her face was like, yeah, I, I put a tracker on them, so she, right. so she stopped getting choked out, you know. Even though she, yeah. even though she probably liked it a little bit, you know, she was like, oh, first time, probably. Oh, so, oh it's oh. been a while. Thank you, Darth. <laughs> but <laughs> but then she's like, thank you, Daddy Vader. <laughs> Can I call you Daddy? Do you got a smoke? <laughs> Can you light that up using the force? Thanks, Daddy. Oh yeah. Force lightning. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It's good time. Love choking out bitches. (laughs) But then she's like, yeah, I put a tracker on them. And I was like, did she? I was like, when? Right. She tossed a box at, uh, you know, at a speed. At fucking Wade. Whoever the fuck Wade is. It's just sort of like, oh no, Wade. Yeah. Okay, anyway. Super emotional scene (laughs) scene over whoever the fuck Wade is. Like, never even met the guy. But um, I did not stop to think about how she put the tracker on Leia's toy. Right. All of a sudden, I was like, oh, holy shit. I was like, yeah, smart. I was like, I didn't even think about that. Okay. Nice little twist there at the end. And I'm just like, yeah, I could see now where this really kind of sets everything up. And I, I would love to see at least at some moment, which I'm assuming it won't happen, but I would love to actually see a moment where Darth Vader actually meets like Luke and Leia as a kid, very briefly, like sees them. And he's just like, motherfucker, those are my kids, <laughs> you know? And then he's just like, shit. Well, God damn it. Oh, well, <laughs> yeah. you know? Yeah. I, I'm trying to think now. Cause it, so you you brought up the whole thing with Wade dying when they're on those speeders, right? Yeah. Or in the land speeder or whatever. How did all three of them fit in that speeder with that lady? So you remember that that's the same ones they were flying in episode five when they're on Hoth, and they fit two people, right? Very you got the guy tight. flying and the guy shooting, right? Very very tight. How are you going to fit Obi Wan, Princess Leia, and um, the the spy sir lady person yeah. yeah in there no idea man also how many tie fighters were in that that like hangar in that bay that they could have deployed and chased them down way quicker oh like, probably right a like hundred maybe more yeah, yeah probably quite a few so that was one thing that i thought was kind of like uh didn't really seem very well thought out but yeah that's okay also darth vader is being way too lenient with uh, Reva, Reva, whatever. Yeah. Like all the Inquisitors. He says, "Like maybe I underestimated you. Like you people have been fucking this up for like <laughs> ten years." And then she's like, "I put a tracker," and he's like, "Hey, thanks." Oh, nice. I, I, like, I do think about that. No, we watch him kill people. He snapped that kid's neck. Like fucking kill him. <laughs> yeah, like when he was burning Obi Wan alive, and then right. And then he gets just kind of, like, dragged out a little bit and just kind of, like, they just walk off and he doesn't do anything. Like, he could have easily, <laughs> like, just used the force, put out the fire, walked and dragged right. Obi-Wan back to him and then literally just, like, you know, bring his neck. Obi-Wan Kenobi right. series over. Done. That's it. Over. <laughs> yeah. 
Like I think um, I think it would have made more sense, at least in my mind, if maybe you know when Obi Wan was in the building watching Darth Vader walk towards him, if Darth Vader then like started the building on fire, like knowing that Obi Wan was inside, and he was just like, "Now right. you can suffer," and. Then Obi-Wan figures out a clever way to kind of, like, use the Force and get out and whatever. Rather than right. it just being super obvious that, like, he's, like, 20 feet in front of him. He's been chasing him for 10 years. He's 20 feet in front of him, and then he, he totally lets him go. Just like, eh, okay. Eh. Basically. Oops. Right. Eh, oopsie-daisies. Eh, we'll catch him somewhere else. It's okay. <laughs> I'll just get really mad at my Inquisitor in an hour or so and choke her out. Right. It's fine. Choke her out. You know. Yeah, fuck her. Yeah, fuck yeah. her, because she's stupid. I What I did is totally reasonable. I didn't feel like using the Force at that point in time. But right. her, though, fuck that chick. I'll fucking choke that bitch out, and then I'll light a <laughs> cigarette for her. You know? You know what I'm saying? That's right. right. <laughs> well, okay, so really quick. I got one more question. Episode or part three. I keep wanting to call them episodes. Part three, when Princess Leia is going down the tunnel, and at the end of it, she runs into uh, the bad girl. Yeah, Raya. How Rina, did she whatever. get to the other end of the tunnel? I don't know because did I miss something? No, because because she had killed the dude, and she's just waiting there for her. Right. Well, no, 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 because. Oh, yeah. Now, I... Because Princess Leia was told to, you know, to run to the end. That guy's going to get you off the planet. Yeah, and which... She runs to the end, and she's there waiting for Princess Leia, but, like, two minutes before in the episode, she was at the house where the tunnel starts. Yeah, I no idea. That one, that doesn't make any okay. sense to me. Actually, I, I was wondering the same thing, too, when I saw it, and I was just like, how did she get down there so quick? That doesn't make any sense. She used the Force. I guess, but how did she know where the other... Exit to the right tunnel was like she's never been here before. Like I don't understand. Think about that. I didn't understand. Yeah. It's Star Wars. Just she used yeah. the force. The force. Just go with the it. Spores. The spores. <laughs> May the spores be with you. Sounds like a disease. A little bit. Uh, sorry, man. I can't golf this weekend. I got spores. <laughs> I got the Ooh, spores. God, I'm sorry. <laughs> Ugh. Oh God. Ooh, uh. <laughs> My husband had that once. Some... <laughs> Yeah, I picked it up at the strip club <laughs> anyway. <laughs> exactly. So, yeah, I, overall, though, I really enjoyed it. I I am thoroughly enjoying the Obi-Wan show a lot, probably yep. just as much as I enjoyed, like, Mandalorian when it first came out, mm -hmm. I think, personally. Okay. Um, really? Way more than Boba Fett. Yeah. Yeah. But yep. Boba Fett was good, but as we've... We talked, man, a lot of disappointing parts in Boba Fett with Power Rangers being yeah. in there and all that other weird shit that they have going on. <laughs> you know, Obi-Wan seems yeah. to be a little bit more true to itself, but I think where Mandalorian may be just a little bit better is just because you had the excitement of a Baby Yoda and no one had ever seen it sure. and it was brand new. Obi-Wan sure. just feels good to f have some classic fucking characters in there and... You know, f filling in the gap between episode three and Rogue One now, you know, and just right. figuring out kind of what happened in there and without having to go and read books or anything like that, you know, because yeah. no one wants to read yeah. books. That's fucking stupid. Nerds. Yeah, fucking nerds, dude. No one wants to read books. <laughs> Who reads? <laughs> I don't. Yeah. I Yeah. I, so, I mean, I won't. I Mandalorian's better, in my opinion. Yeah. Um, and I think that's more for me just because we didn't really have expectations going into it, right? Like, 
it's a whole new Star Wars kind of universe. You know, obviously, you still get to see some some stormtroopers and, and that kind of stuff. Like, it's still associated with Star Wars. You get the Baby Yoda, that kind of thing. Um, but I think for me, like Mandalorian, like, it's new and it was exciting for me where maybe... Boba Fett, especially, like, that was just a letdown where this one's in between there. Like, I like it. I don't know if I'll necessarily rewatch it, but I do like it. And and I think really part of it for me is, like, I got to remember, like, it just boils down to more, am I having fun watching it? And for Obi-Wan, I would have to say, yes, I am having fun watching it, and it's worth my time. Yeah. Didn't. And I... Yeah. Compared to like Boba Fett where you're just like, God, I feel like I'm being forced to watch this because kind of because we have to talk about it on this podcast. (laughs) 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 I would watch I would watch Obi-Wan if we were doing the podcast or not. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Boba Fett might have would have stopped maybe after the Power Rangers fucking episode. But I I don't know. I knew maybe that's a different thing. Like I probably would have just like kept going because like I'd want to see like, oh, is he going to turn into a badass again? No. Oh, no, he's not. Okay. All right. (laughs) (laughs) Nope. Not at all. Not even slightly. Oops. Oh, well. Oops. So um, I'll be super excited to see. uh, I, I don't I didn't ever did figure. Did we ever figure out how many episodes there were? Or whatever. In I think six. Obi Wan. Yeah, six, six, six or seven. Yeah. So okay. Two more left. Yeah. Sad. I really hope they do a season two. Yeah, and they haven't uh, actually announced that or anything yet, and I'm I'm assuming they're waiting to see how this does. Yeah. Um. I will say I, I kind of wanted some more when you know I remember when I heard that Hayden Christensen was going to be in it. You know, I figured he'd play Darth Vader, but. I was hoping there'd be like some flashbacks, like maybe in between episode two, episode three, you know, between Hayden yeah. and Obi-Wan, that kind of stuff. Because like we got all those flashbacks with, with Boba Fett. I was kind of hoping for some of that in um, Obi-Wan, but we haven't uh, we haven't seen that yet. No, all there was was the one really small, short, quick scene in episode three nope. where he saw uh, him like kind of off in the distance. Right. And, and it was just. Yeah, him tripping out. Yeah, and that was before yeah. Obi-Wan knew that Darth Vader was, right? That was before he knew that. No, no, it was after. Was that right after? Because remember, he that was in, yeah, that was right that after was at because. the end of episode two, he found in, out. In, yeah, part two, he finds out right before they jump on the ship. Yeah. and they'd go to that planet. That's right. And then that's where he sees him out on, like, in that field. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, so he sees him for that. That's, like, literally the one and only scene that Hayden's been in. Which, yeah, yep. it would be cool if there were more, but... Yeah. And obviously, he's in the Darth Vader suit, but he's Darth Vader and not Anakin, you know? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. But it's still nice to have both characters kind of back again, you know? Yeah, Feels a little totally. bit more true to itself, so... Well, we'll... Uh, I don't know if we'll do a review next week. We might do a review in two weeks when, yeah, you know, we're on the very last episode, basically sad yeah i kind of like that yeah just doing two at a time so next week which we were going to talk about it this week now we've ran out of time because we talked about food for the first 40 minutes (laughs) (laughs) next week gage think about this for me me and margaret have finally decided that we actually do probably need to buy a a recent uh laptop we need to buy some sort of laptop um i'm looking to buy a laptop that i do kind of want for video editing 
for YouTube and stuff because I'm going to get back into my barbecue channel. And I need something that I can basically that, that's powerful enough to handle video editing, like small, mm-hmm. small side job video editings, you know, maybe shorter, shorter episodes or something that I got to do. So, yeah, um, next week we'll talk about gaming laptops, uh, video editing laptops, price ranges for the high end shit, mid grade, low end, all that kind of shit. Um, and yeah, we'll go from there. Be sure to go over to anchor.fm. Did you have anything else, Gage? I think that's it. Go over to anchor.fm, go to the support page. We'll accept a dollar for, you know, our new side hustle of uh, starting a smart fridge company. Yeah. Maybe we need to set up a GoFundMe or something and or a uh, Kickstarter, right? That's what the that's what the kids are using these days. Kickstarter or GoFundMe or YouTube. Yeah. Whatever the fuck, dude. Who knows? But <laughs> you know. We only need five hundred million, so one dollar <laughs> makes a big difference. It is point zero 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 one percent that we need of the entire company. So we'll see you guys on the next episode. Peace. Cheers. Later. Mm-hmm.